Hey everyone, it's Miss Felicia J and welcome to Love, Life and a Beautiful Glass of Red Wine. Thank you all so much for tuning in. This is the book episode where I will read you another chapter of my book, Love, Life and a Beautiful Glass of Red Wine. Every chapter is about different things, so be mindful of any triggers that you may have before and as you listen. And don't forget to be gentle with yourself. Also remember, if you want to read along, you can do so by clicking the link to my blog on my link tree. And remember that I post this week's blog post every Tuesday and it stays there for seven days, then it's gone. So if you're tuning in after that seven day period, that's why you can't find the corresponding blog post. But it's all right. You can tune in here and hear the blog post episodes whenever you like. So let's get started. But first things first. Gotta pour the wine because everything is just a little bit better with a beautiful glass of red wine. So let's get started. This one's episode is um, titled November 9th. Yesterday I spoke on my truth and said that I would speak more on the subject of my drinking today. And I mean to, but I need to work this out for myself. So speaking on it is what I need to do. So I'll get to yesterday's promise. But first, last night as I was going to sleep, I considered what I wrote yesterday. I spoke so philosophical, so matter of fact yesterday. I spoke about coping mechanisms and how much I drank, a little or a lot, being conscious about it and considering it all. But I didn't speak on why. I spoke about life being hard, but not really about why life was so hard. That fact came to me yesterday. I drank that much because I was trying to drink away my pain. A pain that I woke with and went to sleep with every single day. A pain that only liquor removed from my heart, from my chest, from my mind, but never from my soul, hence the reason I woke with it every single day. I drank until the pain went away, and as the pain grew, I had to drink more and more to be rid of it. And that is the truth I failed to admit yesterday. In my honesty, in my straight assessment of myself and expressing the truth of the matter, I wasn't truly as truthful as I should have been, could have been, to myself. It was the pain that created the situation for me, and it is the pain that continues it to this day, a pain that I've coped with both with and without alcohol, a pain that I have found is much easier to deal with when liquor is present. As time has passed, I've been paying more and more attention to how much I drink and have been making a true effort into lowering the amount of liquor that I drink. Some days, barely drinking anything at all. Others days, I drink in an amount that is not in excess at all. And others days, I drink more, making up for all the other days. It varies for me and the reasons vary. It varies for me and the reasons vary. If I'm with a friend or out, I may drink more, but at home and alone, it's less. As I said, I need to take care of my children. But that is not the consideration that I'm having. What I'm thinking about is the fact that I drink away the pain. When will the pain be gone? And how much pain am I still in? Have I dealt with it all yet? Clearly not. Clearly I'm still in pain and self-medicating myself with liquor, and I know that it will not stop any day soon. I know that when I feel pain, I consider how to cope. My mind races and I seek, to, I seek a solution to the issue at hand. I don't reach for a drink at that time because the pain that I'm in isn't that isn't the one that gets triggered by a new event. It's always there. A new event makes the pain worse, but the pain is always present. 
I smile and try to be happy, to find joy in the things that I do have, do and have. But in the end, if it wasn't for the liquor, all of the things that make me smile and make me happy would be darkened by the darkness, shadowed by the darkness that refuses to let go of my life. The darkness that hurts me daily, that reminds me of the pain that I have endured and continue to endure. It is that darkness that threatens to remove all the light from my life, that darkness that assists in my choosing to drink every day. I don't know what else to say about this. And that is this week's episode. And this week's episode is a little bit shorter, but I want to just um, do, uh, I told you as last week, I'm just going to do a little um, speak to it, a little assessment of my today and that yesterday. And um, when I think about that, when does the pain end? How does the pain end? I remember feeling this in this day. It's um, and wondering when it ends and it does that day does come and it comes when you make the decision to notice it notice how you're feeling and not run I know that a lot of people medicate with liquor and a lot of people medicate with all these other things and and we do this because we don't want to deal with that issue in that moment and that even in this moment I think that I was a little bit hard on myself because it's okay It is okay. It's what you do when you recognize this that makes the difference. And I sound like I'm saying the same thing I said last week, but it was so interesting because I was still in so much pain. But as I was doing this, I was also in counseling, working through that pain. And so I wouldn't have asked these questions of myself if it wasn't for my counseling. You wouldn't ask yourself these questions if you weren't ready to change that reality. And so I was ready to change that reality. I was ready to deal with my darkness. I was ready to drink because I was happy, I suppose, or drink less or or have more of an ownership over what I was doing with my drinking. And in that time, I remember I was, I was never, you know, drunk around my children. I wasn't drinking around them and I was still able to do my motherly duties, but it helped me not to be so sad as I did it. Now I have so much more learned how to be happy and not so sad just by being in the moment that I'm in, just by dealing with that darkness when it comes. I always, um, Uh, say to my counselor or said to my counselor rather that I used to fall into a dark abyss like a a cavern that had slippery walls and I was trying not to fall but I was slipping all the way down into this dark hole and I could do nothing about it but as time passed I was able to notice that I was slipping down those walls now yes still slipping down those walls but noticing that it was happening and then later I was able to stop myself from slipping and then later I was able to notice that I was about to sleep slip rather and then later I was able to see the cavern before I even entered the cavern to slip or not slip and eventually I was able to notice the darkness approaching me before the cavern was even in my eyesight These are the steps that are taken when you take this first step at recognizing that you want to make a change. So I'm saying to everyone, if you notice that there is something in your world that you want to change, things that you are using to avoid making that change because it's scary, 
it's painful, and it's awful, or even that it's just hard, just take the first step. The first step is recognizing that. Also, I think people also think that we are so accountable to other people in validating our lives that we're doing the right thing so that everyone thinks we're doing wonderfully. But what I always tell people is that life happens between the snapshots and everyone knows that every snapshot isn't a real indicator of your life because they too are living in between those snapshots. So stop living for people who don't know what's going on and live for you and fix the life in between the snapshots so that in between the snapshots are a little bit easier, I guess. I guess that's what we could say. They're a little bit easier, but I think that that's what we have to do. I think that once we notice it, it's hard. Fear is difficult. Pain is difficult. But the first step is the fact that you are noticing that it's happening and you are willing to make a change. And please, everyone, be gentle with yourself. Noticing it today doesn't mean it'll be different tomorrow. It is such a process. Process it. You have made it through 100% of every battle that tried to break you. This one won't break you either. You got this. Please. So, that's all for today. I trust that you enjoyed it. (laughs) So funny, this is one is about, you know, drinking wine and I barely drank any of the wine today. Got a completely full glass, but it's okay. Don't feel bad for me. I'll take care of this one as um, the day progresses. But um, that's all for today. I trust that you enjoyed it. Maybe learn something you didn't know before or learned that you weren't the only one. Whatever you got from this week's episode, I trust that it served you. And Melissa, bravo with the idea. She knows what I mean. That is my sister friend. I had to shut her out. Bravo with the idea. I love it. And I think everyone loves it too. Remember everyone that your flame, your fire will always burn. Today, Melissa decided to put her flame onto my flame and my flame is burning bigger as a result because lighting someone else's fire will never diminish yours. It will only create a larger fire. Thank you so much for tuning in this week. Have a fantastic week and let's make this one count, shall we? Take care, everyone. This is Miss Felicia J. Until next time, be well.